Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com. I've never been this nervous in my life. Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my God, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Consequence Podcast Network. And welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound in the Consequence Podcast Network. Uh, first off, thank you so much for making your way here and checking out this episode. Hopefully you like what you hear enough to subscribe to the series. We put out three new interviews every single week, a brand new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So it's a great way to keep up with all of your favorite artists, discover some new ones, and know what's happening in the music world. And again, you can find us at any of the major podcast hotspots like uh, Apple Podcasts, or iTunes, Spotify, Acast, or even YouTube, where you'll find the uh, video version of this interview as well. I'm Kyle Meredith, and today my guest, the Jerky Boys, talking to the mastermind himself, Johnny Brennan. They have got their very first new album in over 20 years. It's a self-titled Jerky Boys record, and Brennan and I are, are going to talk about, uh, well, why now? Why why did it take so long to put out a record, but why release a record now specifically? Uh, Brennan, who also voices Mort Goldman in Family Guy, we're going to go deep on uh, what made the fictional characters resonate so much during their 90s peak, talking about folks like Saul Rosenberg and Frank Rizzo uh, getting uh, Seth MacFarlane's seal of approval, speaking of Family Guy, on, on this newest collection. 
and uh, influencing uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation movie. Apparently, the Jerky Boys were a, a bigger influence than I ever realized uh, on that movie right there. Uh, Johnny Brennan's also going to talk about knowing how to work his collar, developing new characters for this set, uh, being recognized on the phone, and even the current PC culture. And he'll be telling us that there's more in the works, not just this new record. Uh, it sounds like we can expect another one uh, maybe sooner than later. So let's get into it. Talking about the self-titled record, The Jerky Boys, it's Kyle Meredith with Johnny Brennan. Hey, how's it going? Kyle, nice to, nice to, nice to be here. Yeah, man. It, it's great to talk to you. And, I, you know, there's a lot of things we probably could talk about. But, of course, the big thing right now is the Jerky Boys once again. And this is something that uh, people are rare to say. It's been 20 years, a little over 20 years since the last official Jerky album, right? Yeah, it's, it's about 23 years, maybe a little more right in that area. It, it's, it's, it's been a long time coming. And what, what better, you know, I was, what better time to get it out than, than right now? And, and it's just a, a little side note, funny note. I said, you know what? Just a couple of weeks ago, I was like, you know, I think I better hold on to this till 2021. I think maybe that's a good idea. And then I said, I thought to myself, I said, not bullshit. What the hell with that? This is exactly the time to get it out, 2020. So I, 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 that was just a funny thought process, but I actually was thinking about it. No, I mean, uh, it, it, I guess it goes to say, you know, if there's any year that people need a little bit of extra humor in their life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, let's face it. I, I've been around the sun a few times and, and I remember good years and I remember sometimes, you know, you'd have, ba you know, bad years. But, um, you know, it, it's it's this is just a, it's a it's a bit of a rough one, but it's like anything else, you know. Well, you know, human beings are resilient. You got to push forward and you got to get through it, you know? Yeah. Well, let's let's start then, you know, sort of at the uh, the past present. What initially brought this back? Why now, you know, beyond releasing it now, why was it time to finally bring back the Jerky Boys? Like I said, it's 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 been a long time coming. I've been asked for many years now, you know, by by fans and, and friends and celebrities. And and they're like, Johnny, man, you got to You got to do you got to do another record, man. You know. And, 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 you know, I've always thought about it and it's not like, I, you know, the Jerky Boys have been around. I, I, I do commercial work and I use the characters for, for, you know, maybe, you know, pushing beer or let's say I work for Budweiser or, you know, so the characters are there. They've always been there. And, and I've done little, little snippets in this and that. I just haven't done a record. So that's when I started to say to myself, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not getting any younger. No, neither is anybody else. And the Jerky Boys is something that took the world by storm. It, it's it's like nothing, it's like nothing that ever hit the scene. And I said, you know, you know, why not? Why not make? Because the, at the the bottom line is, it makes people feel good and it makes people laugh. And and I've gotten so many thousands and thousands of of emails. And when people come up to me and they meet me and they they're like Johnny, man, you've got me. You, you you have no idea. You've got me through some some really rough times, and and that shows. You know, I do these cameos now, and um, what a great tool that is. So people now they're so happy because they can actually they see me on cameo, and they're like, oh my god, you know, because they grew up with me and their dads and their moms and their uncles, and so they all love the Jerky Boys. So now that so they. It, it shows in that respect because now they just say, Johnny, you don't know what this is going to mean to my dad. Or I don't know what this is going to mean to my brother. So all of that made me start to think. And I said, if I had this, this little gift or this ability to make people feel good or to make people laugh or have just have a good time, you know, why, why not 
do more of it. Why not put more of it out there? And this way they don't just, just have what I did. You know, I, you know, they got more stuff. And I got, I got, fortunately, I got a lot of great stuff that I didn't even have time to put on this record. So I have enough stuff to get rolling right into another record. And that's what I used to do back in the day. I used to put out a record and about a year to a year and a half later, and another one would come out right behind it. So that's a good thing. So I have, you know, I'll have more material. And, you know, I guess I, I guess I always took for granted. I didn't really know. I didn't really know how much it meant to people. And I guess I took that for granted that, you know, that they really do love it and it means the world to them. And, and uh, the response I'm feeling right now is that general consensus. That's what people are telling me. So I'm really glad that I, I did do it. So I know it's I know it took a long time, but I'm glad I did it. Well, and I'll echo that, you know, those those earlier albums have meant a lot to everybody. They meant a lot to me. I certainly remember the first time I heard them. And, and I know like most people, it wasn't that it wasn't like a song that I heard on the radio. You know, somebody tipped me off. Uh, you know, I'm I'm almost 40. I was probably in middle school when that stuff came on. You know, the first ones got mass produced and everything. The first big albums and everything. And I, I'm sure the easy answer here is because they're freaking funny. But why did they connect so much? Do you do you have a grasp on, you know, back in the 90s, like what made them connect in the way that they did? I, I, I do. After doing it or after creating this this franchise, this thing, this wacky jerky boys franchise, I do. I, 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 I it's probably a couple of things, um, but I think the number one thing is the character creation and People to this day, some of the most famous people in the world, some of the most fam famous radio disc jockeys, they, they continually try to, to mimic Saul Rosenberg or they try to, to do a good Frank Rizzo. So it's definitely the characters. The char I, whenever I do Saul Rosenberg, that, that's me doing my mom. I'm, I'm doing an, a slightly exaggerated version of my mom um, and her voice. And, um, and when I do Frank Rizzo, I'm doing my father when he used to get pissed off when I was a kid. Um, Kissel is, is based on my uncle Vincent, who was uh, a World War II veteran. I actually dedicated Jerky Boys 5 to the memory of my uncle. He passed away in, in, in around that time, um, 97, 98. And so these characters are all beloved because everybody would come up to me when I would do record signings. You'd have thousands of people around the block and people come up to me, almost everybody. Johnny, you don't you don't know, man. My dad is just like Frank Rizzo. And, you know, and they will go. One of the news programs was walking down the line and, and got this 16-year-old girl, cute kid, 16-year-old girl. She was all full of energy. And guy asked her, who's your favorite character, Jerky Boy's character? She goes, Frank Rizzo, Frank Rizzo. And here she's this, this little cute little 16-year-old kid. And she's like, Frank, and, I, and the guy's like, why is that? Because he reminds me of my dad. And, and, <laughs> and, and so the characters are really the reason that so many people fall in love with this act. And the, and Howard Stern said it best. He says, they'll never, they'll never, never be another Jerky Boys. It, it won't, you know, it won't happen. And people have been trying to find the next Jerky Boys for the last 40 years. So, but, you know, and Howard said it's because Johnny is doing real people. These are real people that he turned into cartoons. And, and that's why on Family Guy, everybody is, nuts over Mort Goldman. And I tell people, is it very simple? It gets back to the same question we're going on right now here. Mort Goldman is a personality. It's a persona. So when you see Mort Goldman in the cartoon, you're, you're actually seeing the personality of my mom. So my mom had two sides. One side was like Saul Rosenberg, much more laid back and subdued. 
But my mom's other side is where she wouldn't think twice to slap the shit out of you. So that's Mort Goldman. But see, when people voice characters in cartoons, they'll draw a picture of what, oh, that's a funny, that, that's funny, that looks good, that looks like something we could use. That, that. And then an actor will come in and just put a voice to the picture. When, when I'm doing Mort Goldman or I'm doing Saul Rosenberg, I'm actually doing a person. It's a real person. that. So you're seeing a little cartoon guy, but there's a, a real person that's in that character and there again is what gets back to the characters and that's why i think that people seth mcfarland himself he said it he says to me uh i was i was in new york recording and seth was in la and he says uh johnny he says you're you're not gonna believe this man he says i'm on my way i'm on my way into work today he goes and the guy in the car next to me must think i'm I'm out of my freaking mind he says i'm punched over i'm Laughing, I'm dying laughing. Like I can't even tell you, I was hurting from laughing. He goes, I'm listening to your stuff, and I'm listening to, once again the Jerky Boys. He goes, Johnny, I'm telling you, it's still the funniest effing thing on the planet. And he, his exact words, he goes, Johnny, it's effing timeless. Those were his exact words to me. And I said, Seth, I said, thanks for saying that. And he goes, he goes, I'm telling you, I've never seen anything like it. It's timeless. So that being said, the characters. Every time they speak, every time, you know, in a situation, you just, you just, all I have to do is say a couple of words in one of the characters and people just think it's hilarious. And, 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 and it's kind of funny because I don't even have to say much, just something that might make them think and relate to. And, and, and I'm sure, you know, people talk in my catchphrases, they use them all the time. So, but I think that should answer your question. I think that's the reason why, because of the characters and how beloved they are. And, and people even say stuff like, man, that's Frank Rizzo, man. He's that guy will tear you new asshole. He's like, oh yeah, but uh, there's, I don't know, man. There's something lovable about that guy. So that's, that's it, because they're real people, you know? My wife, the, the amount of time she says fucking nits around here. Yeah. I think it's, it's just one of those, yeah. you know? Yeah. It, there was, um, it, you, what you're saying reminds me, uh, John Hughes, the film director, famous for many of his 80s movies, he would talk about how he knew the characters beyond the screen, how he... How if you ask him what that character was doing that day, he could probably tell you exactly what every single character that he ever wrote was doing that day. Taking them from your family is one thing, but when they do become in that fictional part of thing, like, do you have the same relationship in, in that way that they ha- they are an entire lifetime and universe of their own? Yes. Well, the Hughes brothers I know are, they were fans of my work before it was famous. So they were fans of my work all the way back in the, I'd say the mid eighties before it became this monumental success. And if you watch Christmas vacation, you'll see a lot of jerky boys because the tape was going around at the time and it was just a bootleg and everybody in Hollywood had it. And we got word later that they, you know, on the set, they're all used. If you look at Sparky, Sparky is jerky boys. If you look at in the car, Chevy Chase says, eat my road rage, liver lips and, and jerky boys, liver lips. And they even went as far. It's, it's, if you watch, they created an actual real Saul Rosenberg. Remember when he was getting the Jelly of the Month Club check? Mm-hmm. Remember? And the guy delivers it. He knocks on the door and he delivers it. I, I'm, I'm sorry. It fell between the seats. I didn't see it. And, and he's got glasses and he looks just like Saul. So, you know, but that that's going that's going that's going way back to the very, very beginning. I think that came out in 91 or 92. But just that's just a funny little bit about, you know, the Hughes brothers. But um, yeah, man, it's it's for example, on this new record, 
I've been saying to people, I, I, I listened back to this one track I did on the new record about, uh, it's a new character too. Um, I don't, I, I think I may have done it once, but I, I don't, I don't, re I think so maybe once, but very strange character. And, um, he, uh, the character is talking about this grand piano that he made and he made it from scratch and he, he, he made his own, all the wood, he made the wood himself out of dirt and hemp and he, and, and he's going on and on and on. And then I listened back and I said, I said, holy shit, I'm talking to myself while I'm talking to the guy, but I'm talking to myself about this beautiful project that I did. And I'm reflecting as if I'm remembering that I actually like this was all real. And I said, after I listened to it back, I said, I said wow, that's, 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 that's pretty crazy that I'm actually in character, talking to myself as that character, not even listening to him, but bragging to myself about this oh, you know, wonderful, wonderful project, wonderful. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, so the characters, once you get into them, you get lost. You know, at least I do. At least I do. I, I, get, I, I, get, I get lost in there and, and I, I imagine where, you know, exactly, you know, like the situation and, 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 and that's why it's so important to have a really, really good, if you want to, for lack of a better term, uh, vi victim or, or a uh, person that is getting, you know, pranked. I hate that word. So the person that I'm messing with is, I love when they're just really special or they got to, and I got really lucky on this record. I, 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 there's another call I do about some guy that wants to pick up a piano from me. And this he's guy- so is, nice. He's such a good guy and he's, <laughs> and he's classic and he sounds just like, like a radio announcer or a television announcer. He's got a beautiful voice. And I'm telling him about goats and, you know, and, and I'm doing yoga, Bikram yoga. I said, I got to be careful though, because and I, it's Saul Rosenberg I'm doing. And I'm telling him, you know, but I got to be careful because, you know, they, these goats can overheat. You know, Bikram is 110 degrees and, and, and he's laughing. He goes, wow, I don't know about that. And I say, well, hey, they don't get a free break. Nobody gets a free break. I got to work. The goats got to work. And, 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 you know. But his voice is so freaking awesome. I, I love that one, especially because I find that that's one of the rare times where it's almost like the caller outlasts you because yeah. that's that's something that doesn't happen. Like it was finally you at the end of that one going, yeah. all right, I got to go now. Like that, yeah. that was, you know, what a, what a guy. You know? Yeah, he was just great. And his voice, man, was so awesome. And, and and the other guy too, where I, I made I made up the story about me making the piano from scratch. He was also he was just in love with the idea that he was going to get this beautiful beautiful piano for his house. And he another just a, he had a tremendous personality as well. So it, it doesn't have to be a person that's nasty or fighting back with me. It's just a person that's engaging. As long as we're engaging, it's 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 beautiful. Well, like uh, Garbo's, I think is one of my favorite track uh, on this. You know, so this is one, one of the great, uh, you know, parts of comedy where it's all based on confusion, you know, two yeah. different uh, directions that you're coming at. She thinks you're talking about a hairdresser. Obviously, you think you're talking about sex with yes, the Brazilian yes. blowjob. Yeah, yes. and, and that type, I mean, that that is some of my favorite stuff that's going on there. I mean, and, and to try to, I mean, how hard is it to keep, make sure that line stays going, that you don't give away exactly what you're getting at? You know, some people are, are gifted painters and some people are gifted musicians. And, and I guess if you could say, I, I, my mind knows when it knows when, in other words, you'll never catch me overacting. You'd never catch me overplaying where, you know, you see a lot of people that they try to be funny at prank phone calls. They try to be funny at pranks, anything or television or whatever. They, they try to be funny. 
And that's when you get into trouble because that's not what it's about. If, if you're, if you're going to be good or you're going to produce any work that's worth listening to, you got to have, you got to know exactly where to be. And you got to know exactly, you, you just have to, I think you have to have really, really sharp social skills. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta have your shit together. And, um, she was a little old lady that was actually a receptionist at, at the, uh, the Garbo salon. And we actually have that on film. So that's actually also filmed. You, like, for example, pushing the envelope. She clearly doesn't understand that I'm talking about sex, you know? And then I say, you know, I say to her uh, later, a little later on, she's telling me that, well, they don't do that. They don't do that on men. I said, oh, see, there you go, bait and switch. And then uh, now, now Sal's all pissed off that he's like, He's now he's getting pissed. You know, you tell me, I'm, but I even like when I was telling her, boy, I'm just going to sit back and relax. I'm looking forward to this. I'm going to load myself up with all those little blue pill bastards and, and you know, and, and stuff like that. You know, you think she might have caught on. I would keep giving a little bit. So I'm thinking maybe she'll catch on. Mm-hmm. And but it, it was it was just enough. It was all good. And, um, and and I'm glad it worked out the way it did, because that instantly became like the feedback, the general feedback is, 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 is really, you know, they, they're, they're, they feel great about it because everything is brand spanking new. Like I said, everything was done probably within the last three months. So it's all brand new. Yeah. You, you mentioned some new characters, like, um, what's the development on those at the, at this point? Like has your process changed? I mean, do you really map this out before and say, this has got to be the character that works into this? That what, what I did on this record with the, with the piano thing, I was telling you with that new character, that's something I might do in the shower, right? I, or I'm you know, washing my hair, or, you know, and uh, I've done that ever since I was a kid. I don't want to say talk to myself, but if I'm driving, like let's say I'm driving to get a cup of coffee, right? I'm in the car and I, I don't, it's not even a conscious thought. I don't think about it. I just, I might start to mouth or to, to do a character or, or, or um, I might hear something or just, you know, I, 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 funny, I used to do it with my daughter. She's now 17. So when she was, um, she was like one, one and a half, two years old, she was always a, a, a little ball buster, like a little, she, she was the kind of, just a little one, one and a half, two year old kid. Uh, I remember when uh, my wife's grandmother used to get in the car, it took her, it took her a fucking day to get in the car, you know, and my little one is in the back seat and in, in, it's trapped in the car seat. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing, Nana? Get in the fucking car. Get in the car and close the door, Nana. What the fuck are you doing? And meanwhile, Nana's like 80 years old, but it took forever to, for her to get in the car. So that's the kind of personality my little daughter had. So I would be in the front seat. And I would be, let's say I'm doing a Russian car- character. Just out of the blue, like, Ali, what you doing? What, what you doing? And, and, and I'm talking to myself. Next thing I hear, Daddy, knock it off. And she's yelling at me because she can't see my face. So these characters I'm doing are actually scared. She was scared. She's like, daddy, what are you doing? Knock it off. And she's just a little kid. So that's the kind of thing. Like um, I might just be driving down the road, might be in the shower and just, you know, come up with the character. I, I, and then, so I did it on this record. I don't even know why or how I went into that voice, but I just started to do that character. And by this time I, I just had to stay in it. And that's when I, 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 I when I played it back, I said, man, that was wild. That was so strange because I'm actually talking to myself in character. So, and you can hear it on the record when he's, he's bragging about the project. And I'm telling you that one, you have to listen to a couple of times, but um, I think, yeah, I think that's the best way to describe it. 
yeah. if it makes any if it makes any sense. Absolutely. The, I was thinking about you know the differences of, of of back then and now, and of course, um, there was a PC culture then. There is a PC culture now. Yes. And, and and I thought you know when we look at things like The Simpsons with Apu, there are certain voices that uh, that I wondered like does that stuff register? Do you have to take any of that into account these days? I don't do it. Um, I, I I didn't. I never did do it. Um, and the simple reason I say that is because. You know, if you're going to be offended and if everything offends you and you've already got the notion that you're going to be offended, that I can't help you. I can't help you. It's a different story if I was uh, attacking a culture or if I was using a character to be belligerent or hurtful to others or purposely just trying to be a dick, like, uh, uh, you know, uh, be mean spirited. I don't, I don't do that. That's not what I'm into. I never was. All the way back in the 90s, uh, 92, 93, uh, somewhere in there. Uh, they took a full page ad out in uh, USA Today, the one they sell on the street corners in the, in the metal boxes. And I'll never forget seeing it for the first time. Johnny, look at this shit. They held up and it was a centerfold, the whole paper. The jerky boys are offensive to gays, to Muslims, to Jews, this, to that. And, and I, didn't even, I didn't even take a second to let that affect me, because I said, I have millions of fans all over the, the place, all over the world. They they would never say that, and they would never believe that for one minute. <clears throat> sure enough, Tipper Gore, slap a warning label on those Jerky Boys records, those rap records, big warning on the on the record. And I, I said, these don't you understand? You just sold millions of freaking records, <laughs> millions of records. And, and, and the rest is history because it was false. It was not true. It was a lie. They're telling lies. It's a blatant lie. You know, if you don't, if you're going to, like I said, if you're going to be offended, if you're going to be hurt, if you, then you're already looking for that. You're looking down that road. And I can't, I can't help you because I don't, you listen to my stuff. You listen to my work over the years. Frank Rizzo is probably the most abrasive thing you get. And um, and there's no, it's all self-deprecating humor. You know, the gay community, uh, Budweiser, I did a bunch of gay uh, commercials for Anheuser-Busch. The gay community, they Anheuser-Busch, you know, all the, money they, all the money they need, they rented out Limelight, the nightclub in New York, Limelight, and they rented it out for the, the gay community. So the gay community could have a big party and come in and they're going to play all these Jack Torres, Jerky Boy spots for the gay community. It went over like it was the like the biggest hit movie that you've ever seen in your life. They thought it was the greatest thing since sliced bread. They said, offended, what do you, why? It, it's great, that's Jack Torres. He was like an ambassador because I was doing, I was doing gay stuff when I was a little boy in the 60s. I used to get, my, my mom used to slap the shit out of me for doing gay characters when I was a kid. So I think that, Everybody knew. They knew you couldn't. You couldn't bullshit the people. The people were like, "What are you talking about?" The, 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 the jerky boys. There's nothing. So, but I do understand your question. So I dealt with it then, and 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 it's here. It's 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 always going to be there. It's mm-hmm. you know. But again, I, I don't I don't set out to to worry about it because I don't set out to ever to hurt people or or be mean spirited. That's not that's not what I do. And you can clearly hear it in, in my, my stuff is to take my wacky characters, put them into incredible situations and just make this absurdity. And that's basically what, what I do. So, you know, I, I, I get through, I get through with these times and most people understand that, you know, that's not my bag. I'm not out there to hurt people. Uh, On the lighter side of things, you, you mentioned millions of fans, absolutely millions and millions of fans all over the world. 
Have you ever picked up the phone and been recognized though? Has that ever happened where you're like, wait a second. I know that I, I know who Saul Rosenberg is. Yeah, but it, it, it happened once or twice where the person really knew that it was me. And as a matter of fact, I think I may have included one track on this album. I'm not sure where a guy, he comes right out. I may not have put it on the record. I'm, 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 I've just been so crazy. Uh, it's classic. The guy's, he's got a, a, you know, a tough guy voice. And he's like, he's like, oh man, he says, it's Frank, Frank. And I was actually doing Frank Rizzo. So he says, oh man, Frank Rizzo. And I'm like, what, what's that? He goes, dude, he says, Frank, Frank Rizzo, man. You, you're the jerky boys, Frank Rizzo. I said, oh, Frank, where's that jerky voice? Yeah, I said, man, I said, yeah, that's, I said, that's some funny stuff, man. And then I said, I just proceeded on with, with my business. And then he he kind of caught, uh, oh, I, I guess he was just, oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm just, you just, oh my God, you sound just like Frank Rizzo. The, so sometimes I get picked out where the person, does, they, they just they just say, don't tell me, that's Frank Rizzo. But um, most of the time, it'll if you, you can even hear it in Masturbation Box on, um, Jerky Boys 5, I believe. There's uh, girls, these girls, they, they work in an office and I call for, I need a box welded. So I want, I have the steel, I just need you guys to weld me the box. So, um, and the girls are like, as soon as they heard my voice, they say, it's Sal, it's Sal, it's your brother-in-law. And they start telling the guy in the office, it's his brother-in-law. And I said, what are you doing? And I actually started getting mad. And it's the first time you can actually hear me coming out of character because I was getting pissed off. So the girls, I'm saying, it's Sal, Sal, damn you, Sal. And, 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 and the girl kept saying, Sal, it's Sal, your brother-in-law. So then the jackass gets on the phone like he's a big, tough guy. Yeah, he's on the phone and he's going, he's telling the girls now, get the caller ID, get the caller ID for this guy. And in and and Sal Rosenberg, I'm answering him. Oh, you stupid piece of shit. Get the caller ID, I'm so scared. And then I started getting more huffy and huffy. And then I started losing Saul and going into Johnny Brennan because I'm just trying to say to myself, get off the phone, you dick. Get, get off. I wanted to get, get me back to the girls because it was going really good. So I had a little fun with him and, and I'm saying, oh, I'm so scared, you piece of shit. Get the caller ID. So it's funny when you listen to it, if you ever do, you'll see that I was actually coming out of character there and I caught myself and I was like, oh, chill out. It just goes back. I'm wrapping it around to the beginning of our conversation because these characters have meant so much to so many people. Just just the sheer amount of people. If you play the game of odds, I always felt like somebody, somebody is going to know that voice, you know, on the other line. Yes. This, 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 yes. These great classic yeah. moments here. Yeah. So you, you mentioned um, you've got enough in the can. I mean, uh, the Jerky Boys albums have a future beyond here? Is that what you're looking at? Are there more projects yeah, in, in well, the oven too? Yes, because I've been I've been asked over all these years, do I have anything? Johnny, you got anything in the can? You got anything that you didn't use? We'd, all, we'd love to hear it. We would just love to hear anything new that, that you didn't put on record. So I, I was able to say to them, honestly, I said, I have nothing. I have nothing. I was fortunate enough that back in the day, you know, make a call, Put it aside, make another one, put it aside. You know, like insulator job, bing, bing, bang, 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 put it over, whatever, Sal's eyeglasses and just go down the list, just keep going, keep going. I get 25 calls, 28 calls, 29 calls and I, I play them back and they're all, they're all material for a record. They're all good stuff, great stuff. So then um, there's nothing. Right after I would say Jerky Boys 2, 
That was probably the end of it. Maybe a little on three, maybe not, because I don't think so for three though. But after that, there was nothing, nothing, uh, nothing left over, nothing in the can. So people would say to me, what about, you don't have any of the, you know, the traditional, but do you how about some ones that you didn't use for any specific reason? Maybe they were too long. And blah, blah. So somebody got me thinking, I said, yeah, holy crap. I did have a couple I put aside because I just said, they're, they're just too long. They're seven minutes, 10 minutes, 11 minutes. So I said, I thought to myself, nobody's going to want to hear that. So then I went back to them and I only had like eight of these, maybe nine of these, maybe 10, maybe 10. I don't even know, but not that, not that many, just a few. So I played each one of them and I'll be damned. They weren't fantastic from the beginning to the end for 10 minutes, 10 minutes. So I'll point out a couple of them to you and you can check them out. The name of the record was, it, it was called the Jerky Tapes. And it was actually the sixth Jerky Boys record. Um, it, I didn't put it out with a label, so it really got no recognition, very little. I shouldn't say I didn't put out a label. It was Laugh.com, but it wasn't like a major release on a major label where there's going to be publicity everywhere. And so, But you can check it out at the official Johnny Brennan YouTube channel. And it's all there. It's, and it's called the Jerky Tapes. And there's a cut called Silverman Baby, where I put an ad in the paper that I was a, a top sports agent, number one sports agent. Uh, and by the end of the week, I could have you in an indie car. I could have you playing for your favorite Major League Baseball team. I could have you on your favorite football team in a week. So you don't believe you don't believe the calls that I got. So I got uh, this one call from a young man. He's down at about 28, maybe 30. He's calling me up. He wants to play for the Yankees. So and, and I, I'll say no more. You got to play that skit. You'll freaking love it. It's called Silverman Baby. And you can find it, like I said, at the official Johnny Brennan YouTube channel. And the, all the calls are like that. There's another one called The Flower Lady. I call it the Flower Lady Trilogy. It's actually four parts. I, uh, and, and there's a whole bunch that you'll find that are over eight minutes, seven, eight minutes, 10 minutes. And they are killer. And, you know, I don't, I don't know. It, uh, my, there's, maybe there's another way to, you know, re-release it. But you'll see what I'm saying. They're long. And that's why I wasn't too worried about having a couple of long ones on this new track, this new record, because they did play well and they were, they were very beloved. So, but uh, to answer your question, you know, nothing in the can. So those went out and they were, they were huge successes, every one of them. I, so now, because I was making this new record, I've got, I've got lots of stuff that for whatever reason, I didn't get it, you know, all good enough to have been on this, this record, but timing and sensitivity and, maybe clearance or, you know, just didn't happen because we, I tried to put it together pretty quickly. As you know, it takes in the uh, record business, takes a couple of months to get the wheels rolling. So I had to just boom, boom, boom. I had to go. But um, now I got a little bit of stuff in the can, so to speak. Well, I, I got to tell you how much I enjoy this one. I mean, again, having having new material, uh, it, it's been so much fun listening to this. Congratulations. The uh, the new self-titled record out on, uh, on Comedy, Dyna Comedy Dynamics. Uh, I should point that out too. Uh, Johnny Brennan, it's, I I'm so happy to have this conversation with you too. It's meant so much to me. Thank you for doing what you've done all of these years. Thank you very much from the bottom of my heart. And that goes out to you giving me the, the time here today. And, and uh, especially if I could always want to say thank you to the Jerky Boys fans. You, I don't have to tell you that how far they go back with me. And now I have all, you got to see, I've done a couple of comic cons. I get all these little kids coming up to the table and, and I'm thinking that they're there for Family Guy, you know, my character, my character's on Family Guy. And they're like, no way, man, we're Jerky Boys. We love Jerky Boys. And, and we, my dad showed us this and my dad showed, my mom showed us this. And 
that it, it's really it's incredible. So all, a big shout out as always to the fans. Uh, it's been so much fun talking to you. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, thank you again. I I really appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good one. All right, bye. Bye. My thanks to Johnny Brennan. The new album, The Jerky Boys, is out now. And a big thanks to you for checking out this episode as well. Uh, again, before you get out of here, if you enjoy what you heard, please do hit that subscribe button. Again, three interviews a week. It's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists. You can subscribe at uh, Apple Podcasts, at Spotify, Acast, YouTube, or wherever you'd like to get your podcast from. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. That's an hour full of song premieres and music news, anniversary spins, and bonus interviews. Again, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound has your music and film news. You can also find me on the social media spots, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of them, at Kyle Meredith. Hope you like and follow along there as well. And that does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. Do you read Stephen King? Good news. There's a club for you. The Losers Club. Every Friday, us losers journey through the never-ending wastelands of King's Dominion. We sink our teeth into each of King's novels, dive deep into the lore, and review every adaptation. Even better, we're always having guests over. Thomas Jane, Will Wheaton, Mary Lambert, Mick Garris. The list goes on. So what are you waiting for? Join us as we read on through long days and pleasant nights. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org, from Louisville Public Media. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.